Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. <laughs> it's back. It's back, the extended. Mm. <laughs> How many this, A's is that? That's, I I think, exactly 19 A's. 19, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, this week, we're continuing my trip report. Going to be talking a little bit more about being in the theme parks with two very young children and also Halloween Horror Nights 32. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Right. Last week we left off where basically I shared all of the new things that we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much is what we covered off. And a few other bits and pieces like our very bad experience in the cellar. <laughs> and and well, it's just generally other other foodie bits, wasn't it as well? I think we covered. Yeah. Not necessarily week, bad things. This week, I find out that Aaron Paul and uh, Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston, have just been hanging around in the tequila bar in Epcot. <laughs> was it literally this past week? Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Last week, as this episode goes out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally like two days ago for us recording now. Oh, okay, okay. So you they got good them taste. Like I'll tell week. you that they're in Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they we were talking about last night, weren't they? They they made an appearance at like Drake's. Was it his birthday or just a party? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I still think it's very weird for Brian Cranston to be showing up at Drake's birthday party, but fair play to him. Yeah, I mean, it seems, seems like weird, a cool and then guy. and then to bartend as well. Yeah, like it's it. I mean, I know they as we discussed, they have a tequila company, but I don't know where. I don't know where that you know. Hey, let's let's. Let's be bartenders at Drake's party came from. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were talking about celebrities with alcohol companies last night. Mm. And uh, I can't see Gary Barlow rocking up at Drake's birthday party. To be Serve honest. the wine. No, yeah. no. I think he might. Well, I think he might get bottled, to be honest. <laughs> with his own bottle. Yeah. You can imagine him maybe just in the corner talking to Drake's mum, sending her to sleep. <laughs> I just I I had to look it up because I don't think we worked out what it was called, did we? It's no. It's literally just called Gary Barlow Organic Wines. Of course, it is. Like, it's the most boring name you could possibly think of. Yeah. The the tagline on the website is just Gary Barlow Organic. Brilliant. And and there's like a video playing of him swooshing wine around, you know, like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, walking through a vineyard. Brilliant. Not not one of our proudest exports, I'll be honest. <laughs> Both the wine and Gary himself. Yeah, yeah. God, he's 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 uh he's got all the uh he's got all the flavors ticked off. Oh yeah, go five, He's got five different wines, so he does a rosé, a white, a red, a Sauvignon Blanc, and a Sauvignon Blush, which I've I've not I love heard it of how personally, he but those as flavors of wine. Uh, their flavors aren't they <laughs> <laughs> what can you imagine sitting in a restaurant and the, and the waiter going what type of what what wine what would you flavor like? I'll, I'll have the red flavor please yeah <laughs> i'm sophisticated what are you talking about <laughs> you can tell you don't drink i mean yeah. i don't really drink wine to be honest 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you drink wine more than I drink wine, so... That's true. Do you want to know the great thing about this? It's got piano keys on the bottle. Like yeah. printed like printed as the label of the bottle. Yeah. He, he really couldn't get any more boring, could he? No. <laughs> For legal reasons, we should say that I'm sure there's at least one person in the UK that finds him interesting. And it's probably his mother. <laughs> I thought you were going to see your mum. No, no, no. But your mum's more Robbie Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, Dan. <laughs> At least he's interesting. Who? Who is Rob, Robbie? Robbie Williams. Yeah. Is he though? Well, I mean, he's done a lot of drugs and some interesting stuff, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess by comparison, he probably it feels probably more a bit more of an interesting story than Gary Barlow. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't know. His story could be the best story in the world, but I'd be asleep before he's finished his first sentence. <laughs> before he said, my name is Gary Barlow, because you know, that's how I'm he gone. starts every sentence. But yeah, I mean, that would, the, the guests there in Epcot basically got like trays of what I assume is their tequila, but it's like luminous green, um, oh. like served out to them for free, which would have been pretty cool. <laughs> and they went on Guardians of the Galaxy. As you do. I mean, that makes sense. Why, why not when you're there? I mean, if you're in Epcot, you'd be silly not to. Yeah, yeah. And I'm rocking my Epcot 2023 Food and Wine Festival spirit jersey. I didn't notice that. Oh, it's a spirit jersey, is it? Oh, okay. Of course it's a spirit jersey. I mean, jersey. I'm not surprised. Uh, well, at first, I thought it was a T-shirt, you see. Oh, because I rolled the sleeves up. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a short sleeve T-shirt. Um, yeah, but, my yeah. spirit jersey is cool, that's why. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, winter is coming, so... All right, there. <laughs> Someone's been watching Game of Thrones. Some, somebody, I, I feel like you were going to say a name, but then you couldn't think of a name I for Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Sean Bean, but that's not. Uh, I mean, he's in it. I mean, he's the one that says it, but like, I can't. Well, I mean, they, I mean, buckets of them say it, don't they? They do. Yeah, that's all they say. Yeah. yeah. I swear, like, forty-five minutes of the sixty-minute episode is them saying that. Yeah. 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 Pretty sure that's like. How George Martin just fills the books a lot of the time, just like, just for, oh, we need more words, George. Oh, just chucking more winters coming. Yeah, we're waiting for that that that, that kind of last book, and that half of it's just going to be that. <laughs> the last bit is like winters here. It's taken ten years, George. What you been doing? So, going to the parks for the like last time, I guess with with Piper to Disney World for the first time, mm. she walked. Um, she was two in a bit. Okay. So kind of past the infant stage, it's very different being there with someone as young as Phoenix, who is, what, four months when we were out there, just kind of four months when we flew out there. <laughs> and I just wanted to kind of talk through a couple of points that I'd noticed. And maybe Donna will shout in my ear if I've forgotten things. I'm going to start with changing facilities okay yeah actually really good i thought i I thought you were going to go the other way then but okay that's good actually really good i think as a a male it can Mm -hmm. be hit and miss oh what the facilities in the male bathroom yes sometimes they're there sometimes they're not sometimes in the uk you, you know they're there but there's someone stood up having a pee in it um, depending on what time of night you're you're rocking up, that's probably um, the nicest thing they're doing in it, Ryan. <laughs> I know, yeah. But actually, in Disney, in, in, in all of the male um, toilets I went into, there's a very clear, clean space um, to change your kid. And actually, n- at not one point did I go in there, and it was like in any way anything other than spotless. Right. Okay. I mean, that's very good. I mean, I guess that's what you expect. Well, because... last time we were in Disney, the toilets were not good. Oh, okay. The okay. last September, September 2022, um, they weren't amazing, if I'm honest. And that's mm-hmm. that's both from me and Donna mentioned it a few times. I didn't go into the ladies and check out myself, but she, she made a few comments throughout the trip saying they were a bit gross. Right. Okay. Well, any, any, well you, you probably can't necessarily remember, but any in particular or... Was it just generally I think it's consistent, to be honest? Okay, but this time around the complete opposite. 
Right. Okay. Well, that's good. So maybe, maybe you know, maybe it was a post-COVID thing last year. There was, I mean, they were struggling, struggling with cast members last year. True. True. The high, um, yeah. high people back. I mean, it would have helped if they paid them a reasonable wage, but yeah. yeah. But Whereas the profit this... line, profit margins, Ryan. Think I know the, the parks, margins. The parks hardly make any money, so I know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how they just scrape by, don't they? I know. So yeah, really, really good. And actually, like, I mean, we took our own little changing map for him anyway. Um, but mm-hmm. you, you could have, you could have changed him without that. To be honest, like, right, you'd be comfortable it, doing it without that. Yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah, but yeah. it looked clean enough. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, that's positive. Because I mean that is what you would expect, isn't it? Especially from a place like Disney, um, you know, given the amount of like children that they have, like young children that they have going through there. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think one of the things I would say is lots of people probably umming and ahhing about taking a a baby that young. Mm-hmm. The security process, certainly at Gatwick, I can't speak for Heathrow, um, and in Orlando. Is is relatively smooth because you have to. I mean, we uh, we have to take lots of like bottles full of like bore water and then like milk pots and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, they'll test all the bottles and it will take you know a few minutes. Your bag mm-hmm. definitely will get stopped and they'll test all the bottles. But actually, you know, they come across that time and time again every day. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. I mean, it was a there was a bit of a delay in Orlando where I think they they weren't happy with our our wet wipes. I don't know. It, fl- it flagged on their system, and they had they had to check them again. Um, okay, but, you know, it was fine. They didn't really yeah. seem to to know what you they weren't were surrounded by the police shouting, "Put the wet wipes down, sir!" Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did have my pants down at the time, so maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah, possibly. Uh, but who could, who could say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and actually, like, because I was a bit worried. I mean, we saw kind of Carly and Ben do. It. They're gonna we, they get a mention every week now. I'm gonna have to stop. Um, because it just fuels their ego down. <laughs> I was but, I was merely thinking like, what's wrong with what's wrong with giving them a mention? <laughs> that's what's wrong. Because I'll get a WhatsApp message as soon as they hear it. Um, <laughs> but we we kind of saw them do that process last year with their son, and mm. I was a little bit kind of my mind was a little bit at ease as much as my mind can be on travel day, which is I'm incredibly stressed. I was even more stressed this time with the flight cancellations. Yeah, um, understandably. And we had to get through security very quickly because our flight was basically right. boarding as soon as we got through. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, really smooth. The The queue for kids in Gatwick is pretty good. So like they, they don't send you into the main queue. You go kind of like where the um, disabled queue is as well. So they have like oh, a young okay. children and disabled specific security area. Right. I didn't know that. Which is really good. Uh, Orlando does not have that. Okay. It wasn't overly busy, but it was busy enough where I would think uh, it would it would be a nice idea for them to do that. Yeah, just a little bit more accommodating, especially when you've got like a baby. I think Piper's age is kind of like it's hit or miss depending on whether she's tired, but it's kind of doable. But like it would be mm-hmm. nice if you're holding a baby, and you've you know you've got a, a toddler or whatever. Um, yeah, it just makes it a little bit easier. Situation. But Gatwick's got it and it is handy. So that that process is all very smooth. Um I will say, um, take a take like this is anyone listening who's kind of debating whether to go or not. Take a travel kettle. Because Americans kettle. don't believe uh, Americans don't believe in kettles. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they just have like the well, if you make, ask them to take a cup of tea, half the time it'll go in the microwave, and the other half they'll like boil it on the stove, won't they? And you could even get an iced tea. Mm. Also true, yeah. So definitely take one of those. Like Donna, one of Donna's many jobs in the morning, and I, I, you know, I will never take credit for something that I didn't do. I will, but she's sitting next to me, so I can't. <laughs> Was to like boil the travel kettle, which takes took about ten to fifteen minutes because it's a travel kettle. Forty five minutes apparently. I was asleep, so right. <laughs> um, she set her alarm so she so it could boil. I was asleep, as you can tell. Um, and you kind of need to be aware of that process if you're not breastfeeding, I suppose, um, and you're bottle, bottle feeding because it takes time. And, you know, if you're like us and you've got another kid or you want to get to the parks so when it opens, 
you're going to need to be getting up at like six o'clock. Yeah. Six o'clock. Quarter to six. Quarter to six. And you're, to you're six. just you're just sort of rocking up at like seven, just for like, oh, morning. Yeah. What a day. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. So like that's a, just a process to be aware of. Take your own travel kettle. They're not that expensive. Like if you're going to Florida, you can afford a travel kettle. They're like 10 pounds, I think. Okay, 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 yeah. So it's not too bad. Just work that into the budget, you know. And what are those, I mean, this is what's actually useful for Dawn to be set opposite. What are those tablets called? Milton tablets. Excuse me? They, what do they do? <laughs> they're, oh, they're sterilizing tablets. Oh, okay. okay. At home, we've got a bottle sterilizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could take that with you if you really want to, but it's, it's quite big. Um so if you buy Milton tablets, put it in the in the sink in the hotel, put the bottles in there and it sterilizes them. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's things you can do. Like I, I didn't know that um prior to last year with um the couple that cannot be named twice in an episode. Outrageous and, if that was twice if it was twice. Yeah. I know, I, I know. <laughs> so like I, I'm guessing there's probably lots of people that are thinking about going that don't know these things. So that's why I thought I'd share it. But yeah, yeah. just be prepared. Getting ready takes a lot longer, mm-hmm. um, and it, especially if you're getting, you know, you're wanting to get there for opening. You know, if, if the park opens at nine, you're going to want to be ready by, uh, and, and probably at the bus by eight, I would say. So there's quite yeah. a, a routine that you're going to have to go through in order to get two young kids ready to go, get the two prams ready to go, or if you're America, American stroller, uh, um, yeah, of course, and kind of out the door ready for trying to get to the park when it opens right okay so, so it's like there's military movements yeah every morning yeah there is it's it's quite there's quite a lot i mean i will say that my main responsibility was having a shower and getting dressed i was actually gonna say staying out of the way <laughs> <laughs> i did help i did help dollars look suggests that i didn't but i did <laughs> So yeah, it just just be. I, I think like outside of the morning, just be aware you are. And I've written this down as like a point to talk about. You are not going to get much done. Like so just what, throughout what the day. We, oh, okay, okay. Look, if you've been if you've been going for like as many years as I have, as many years as you have, and, and lots mm-hmm. of people that I know listen to the show, just be prepared that your day will be nothing like you've experienced before. <laughs> if you go in knowing that, which which I did, to be fair. Yeah, you'll have a good time. And if okay, if, if, if you th- if you if you think you're going to get on every ride at the, in the Magic Kingdom in one day, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, because it's not going to happen. Yeah, which which I think is like obviously to a degree, it's part of the reason why you'll get families that will just go to Disney for like an entire two week period. Yeah, because obviously it takes time. You know, as you say. It, it, it's going to take you longer to get through each park. Um, it's going to take several days. It will. I think Magic, Magic Kingdom we went to three times, maybe four. Okay. And, and we didn't get everything done. Yeah. That there were still things that we just didn't have time to do. I mean, it doesn't help because we can't all ride things at the same time. You know, like Space Mountain, as an example. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. If you go in knowing that, you can enjoy the day without having to necessarily worry about ticking off every ride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like Disney for the experience of being in the parks as much as I do the rides. So, like, going in knowing that, I'm kind of okay. Especially yeah. when I'm in Epcot and I can just, you know, if Phoenix needs um, a bottle, I can get a beer, we can feed him, we can chill out. Like, there's nothing that beats for me just sitting around Epcot and just relaxing. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think that's that is one of the nice things because I'm I'm with you on that in terms of it's not all about rushing around to get to the next ride. Like even even when I go with like family and things like that, it's not about doing ride after ride after ride. It's it's you know enjoying being there, enjoying the the Disney and Universal sort of atmosphere and things yeah. like that. Um, so to a degree, it's nice because obviously it almost forces you to go at a slower pace yeah it does and it is quite nice and actually we 
we've been talking pretty much nonstop um, since we got back, how we're looking forward to next year mm-hmm. because, you know, it will be the, it will just be the four of us. It will be even more relaxed because, you know, the more people you add into a trip, the more opinions there are on what to do, um, which is, you know, we had a great time and everything, but actually we can just go, right, we're going to go to Epcot. We're going to just do these three rides and then we're going to just wander around World Showcase, stop for some food, get a drink, you know, yeah. Piper's happy as long as she's doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what Phoenix will be like when he when he's just about to turn one. He could be an absolute nightmare, but, you know, we don't know yet. <laughs> But, you know, we're already kind of set that that's going to be our trip next year. And actually, you know, we're talking about doing very little days at Hollywood Studios, going to Animal Kingdom even less than we would normally potentially. And Epcot and Magic being the two parks that we'd spend the most time at. I think Magic, for obvious reasons, it just has almost every ride the kids can go on. Yeah. Epcot surprisingly it is appealing more and more to Piper with every trip and maybe unsurprisingly given that's all I talk about but <laughs> there is a, actually a lot to do for kids there whereas Animal Kingdom you've got the animals which are great Kemanjaro and Safari is amazing yeah what else is there for them a festival of the Lion King actually I will say I I'm a changed man on that attraction now oh okay that's interesting yeah. because yeah, I, so? got all, I got all emotional dad when I saw uh, Piper enjoying it, like really enjoying it, and yeah. Phoenix was probably the most engaged we'd saw. We saw him the entire trip, literally just He's just like colours, babbling away nonstop. He loved it. That's brilliant. So, like we, and I'll, I'll put a little video on Instagram so people can see. Um, but yeah, that I actually did really enjoy that performance this time. Nice. Whereas I still think the acrobatic parts with can you feel the love tonight or it goes on for a bit too long it's a bit boring and i do think the show goes on for maybe like five minutes too long but <laughs> i did enjoy it whereas okay. previously your only parts i've enjoyed have involved timon i mean that's progress ryan it's progress i know we're making progress yeah yeah, yeah. i'll do it again next year okay okay but i mean you're right isn't it in terms of i'm trying to think of what attractions um like the river journey um yeah i mean not really river journey like can they can i can they, they both go on? they both can did they, it right can they both do the safari yes okay okay i will say river journey just did not connect with with piper at all no i mean it you did. mean she oh apparently it did oh okay i mean i was going to say oh yeah i had phoenix didn't i yeah, okay. She did like it. Okay, okay, that's good. Not um, as much as Pirates of the Caribbean, though. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean is probably the most the, the attraction that we went on the most. Oh, really? That's surprising, given the drop. She was fine on it. She loved it. What about Frozen? Didn't go on it. Didn't go on... <laughs> No. I think we're going to have to work our way up to that next year. Okay, okay. But she did Remy. Oh, progress. Because, right. like, you know, I mean, we've said on the, the show before. Man. Naughty yeah. man did you know was terrified to go on it. Yeah. And yeah. we were kind of like, okay, you don't have to go on Frozen, but maybe we maybe try Remy again. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, I, I you know, I'll deal with that reasoning. Yeah. And she loved it. She went on it twice and and really oh, liked it. That's brilliant. Muppet Vision 3D last year didn't really like it because of the 3D. This year okay. absolutely okay. loved it. Right. Okay. That's good. So I, I take did you did you try her on Bugs Life, no, yeah, <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of, we had the opportunity to go on it, and I did kind of like want to say goodbye because I have a feeling it's going to be shut next year when we go, but at the same time I was just like I don't think I can traumatize Piper, yeah, through another Disney attraction. She did With... go on it last year. Oh, she did. Oh, okay. She sat on my lap, um, right. so she didn't get the the full effects of the bugs. Yeah. Or she sat and danced up. I can't remember who's. But um, yeah, we didn't do it this year. So actually, Animal Kingdom, you've got Navi River Journey, Nemo show, Lion yeah. King show, um, Safari, the, the little dinosaur ride in Dinoland, the one that's basically Dumbo. And what? Okay. The what? Oh, and Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there's there's a bit, but there's not. I don't know. It, feel, it kind of feels like once you've done it in a trip, you've done it. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not something that I don't, I don't feel like you'd have to sort of keep returning to. Whereas I think you're right in terms of if you kept going back to Magic Kingdom and Epcot, there would be a lot more for you to do, a lot a lot more variety. You wouldn't necessarily be doing the same things the next time you come back compared to the last the last day that you went. I mean, when we were in Epcot on one occasion, Piper did Figment three times in a row. <laughs> okay. Once with me and Donna, once with just me, and then mm-hmm. my parents, like we were just about to go to the cellar, and my, there was just enough time. And squeeze another one in. Yeah. Brilliant. So, like, I mean, you know, as I said, I think last week, we don't particularly, I mean, I like it, but it's not as good as the previous one. We all know it needs significant improvement. Yeah. But you kind of see why Disney haven't done anything with it because the target audience for that ride is kind of Piper's age, and it's an absolute. Yeah, that's it's just what they're after. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I get it. Like, but, I mean, at the same time, I feel like it would, it would draw even more people in if they did upgrade it, if they did like do something new with it. But yeah, I can see, I can see why they don't, because they can get well, away with you, it. At least you can meet Figment now. There's a, there's a nice new addition. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that was my main point. Really, is just be prepared to just take things slowly because you will not have a choice. And if you try and do too much, you'll you'll just tire the kids out. They're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable. There's no point. Like, yeah. as I said last week, I think I said it last week, we didn't see any nighttime show. Um, we, oh, you know, yes, which surprised me to a degree. We wanted to, wanted to see Fantasmic. Oh, I wanted to see Fantasmic. You know, there was an opportunity to see Fantasmic. It was actually my decision not to see it just because of that, re- that reason. Like... Mm. Just tiring them out too much. We didn't have, I mean, 12 nights, obviously, you know, we're very lucky to have even got, you know, go, let them go and go for 12 nights. Um, but it's not quite as long as our normal trip. And I think we were just conscious of, you know, that if you go try to get two buggies out of Hollywood Studios when it's trying, when we're, when you're, when you're closing, you're then going to fold the buggies, try and get Phoenix out because he'll definitely be asleep by that point. Yeah. Fold the buggies, get him on the bus, probably queue for, an hour because it's all stars to get a bus. You're not getting back into the room till probably 10 o'clock, half 10. Then you've got to do all the whole bedtime routine, bottle routine, all of that kind of stuff. And then be in the parks again, probably I think early the next day based on our plan. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I want to see the new, slightly new version of Fantasmic, but I'm not sure it's worth going through all of that. Yeah. 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 It has quite a knock on effect, doesn't it? But next year, we'll de- we'll definitely go and see it because um, we'll probably only take when we'll pop in, when we'll go to a different park in the morning, come back to the hotel, um, mm-hmm. go and see it in the evening, but take one buggy. Um, oh, so okay. Five buggies, yeah. walk in, and then get the Skyliner back to Art of Animation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just wheel sense. the buggy on. Yeah. Yeah, because because so, I, so, I always I always forget the names of the Disney hotels. Where were you staying at this time? All Star Movies. Okay, and so next year you're currently currently at Art Animation. Yeah, okay. we may change it, but yeah, we'll see. No, I mean, so obviously, if you did keep it there, then obviously that's a big selling. That's a big convenient thing, isn't it, to have the um, the skyliner going straight to the hotel? Yeah, well, I think there is a change. Sure. But, yeah, but yeah, you can get to the hotel via the Skyliner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the other thing I would say is, if you're a introvert, be prepared okay. that you're going to get a lot of attention from cast members if you have a baby. <laughs> right. Especially if you have what we would call a chunky baby, what many people on the trip would call a fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> so harsh it's so harsh because i mean babies they can have like i, I can't remember what they call it like you can't that yeah that sort of thing you know there's they're they're squidgy yeah um, yeah it's it's not uncommon which um, you would have been a kind way of putting it down there were many cast members that, that um that were just, and and just random people on buses yeah, that were not quite sure. as kind. Wow, what a fat baby! It's like basically, yeah. Okay, that's 
<laughs> it just seems incredibly harsh. I know, especially coming from certain people in America with certain lifestyles. Yeah, as in, as in, they're in no position to judge. Yes, they're, no, they're in no position to judge um, some someone that cannot move. Mm. You know, when when they're sat there and like, well, you know, if you got out your scooter and had a little walk around the park, <laughs> he can't yeah. do that. Yeah, and then he's on like a healthy diet of just milk, basically. Yeah, um, but the problem is that these people also are. That's the issue. Well, they're on a healthy diet of Diet Coke. Diet Coke yeah. and cookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're moving into the festive season now, so they'll swap the Diet Coke for eggnog. Ah, true. Yeah, very true. They're on the they're on the Tim Allen diet from the Santa Claus. <laughs> but yeah, surprisingly, I mean, you get a lot of attention from cast members um all very nice like even the ones that were calling him fat um were very nice about it they didn't mean anything by it yeah Um, yeah. but we did get comments from just guests on buses that again they didn't mean anything by it but like quite harsh like well yeah when you sort of think about it it's like the wording sounds is is quite harsh but as you say they probably don't mean anything by it but yeah so i just be be prepared if you've got a young baby were they you... mostly Americans? Yes, because I wonder if that's like a cultural thing. Like, you know, we call we call we would call like babies chubby or podgy or whatever, or you know, squidgy. Um, but maybe they're just like, that's, Damn, a, that's a fat baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just how they how they do it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, I'd say just be prepared to get a lot of attention. But I, I again, what I will say is everyone was lovely. Uh, a couple of times, like, and it was mainly on me, I'll be honest. Um, mm. We were really struggling with getting two buggies and two children on board the bus. This is when my, my parents were doing something else. Okay. Um, and because Phoenix can't move, you can't exactly just throw him on the bus like you can Piper. Um, mm. you're, you're kind of like trying to carry buggies and like refillable mugs and maybe like two backpacks as well. Like most of the, most of the trip, we had two backpacks. And you're like, how the hell do I do this? We got help from um, random guests. Lots of people gave up seats for so we could sit down with the kids, which was very nice. nice um, we had a bus driver get out of his um, seat to help Donna onto the bus. Because, I mean, I was right at the back of the bus. I didn't realise anything had happened. But Donna had apparently just absolutely tanked it on the way into the bus and fallen over. <laughs> oh, no. And, and was very angry at me the entire uh, okay. To the park and i was like what what's wrong she was like it wasn't speaking to me and then we got to the park and she told me and i was like i didn't see you fall over I, if i saw you if i saw you fall over i would have got up and come to help so the bus driver thought i was a complete asshole donna thought i was a complete <laughs> meanwhile i'm at the back of the bus just with felix on my lap just going just having a great day didn't see any of it behind me was donna okay yeah i think it was her pride more than anything else Okay, okay. Like your fall the other day. Yeah, well, that's still healing, down. <laughs> so is the pride, by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was probably my main, main kind of my, my main points of going with kids that young. I don't know if there's anything Donna that I've missed. No, she's happy with that list. Okay. I've said that. I said that last week about the Texas rolls. Texas Rolls, Phoenix. She was comparing uh, him to a like a um. Yeah, he, she he must be a Texas Roadhouse because he's got rolls for days. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this was the cast member just about to let us into the room where we were about to meet Mickey Mouse. Right. Like the happiest moment of our of our lives. Yeah. Could have been. And you're just like, and, and she's just like, yeah, your kid's really fat. And she was, she, I, th- I think from memory, she was relatively healthy. So it wasn't even like we could go back and go, well, you're fat. <laughs> I hope that was your response to like anyone calling, calling things. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you're already fat. <laughs> you're fat too. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I would say to anyone thinking about it, do it. Mm. It's actually, I, I mean, I think overall, there's def- definitely stressful moments with like, faffing with folding buggies and all that kind of stuff yeah. um but overall i'd say 
relatively easy to go with a baby that young. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll oh, see if yeah. the same applies in May. Yeah, it's going to be very different with a one-year-old, I think. But yeah. um, the one thing Don did just mention is don't forget about buggy fans, cooling towels. Um, also, if you've got a baby, um, take a little uh, bit of like board water for them because you know normally he would just have milk and that's all he would have. But because in the Florida heat, they get a bit dehydrated. Um, right. But like cooling towels are really good. Um, the fat buggy fans are really good, apart from when I was broke, maybe like three days before the end of the trip. But luckily, it wasn't actually that hot for the last few days. Okay, okay. But all of that stuff is is really useful and actually because they can't really keep themselves that cool does really help. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I guess to a degree, it probably helps going at that time of year, whereas it is that little bit, little bit cooler. Yeah, I mean, May, June is going to be, I think, tough. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it depends what the weather's like then, doesn't it? Because, um, you know, you get cooler cooler times, but yeah, it does start getting hotter at that time of year, doesn't it? it starts yeah, ramping it up. But I think you, as long as you've got a decent buggy fan and cooling towels, you'll, you'll be all right. Um, so I guess before we end the show, talk about Horror Nights. Mm. I mean... I I enjoyed it. I think it's it's always a good event, and I'll always try and go every year if I can. I mean, we've talked yeah. about, and this isn't news to Donna, so she's not going to just jump across the room and slap me in the face. Um, she we, might. She might. Well, no, Dan said you might anyway. <laughs> yeah, Friday um, night three. <laughs> Friday night for, for Donna, not you. Oh right, okay. I was wondering where you would go with that, and now we're in podcast. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know what I was saying. Oh, yeah. So we're potentially thinking about going um, next year as like a theme park trader trip because my trip is obviously earlier in the year. If we can get a decent deal kind of for when Horror Night starts off, like I'll always try and go. It's a great event. New houses every year. It's well worth doing. The rumors for next year are already starting to come out. Okay. Um, one of which is there's going to be 11 houses instead of 10 which I think does make sense. Obviously, all rumours at this point, but does make sense based on some of the feedback that I've got. Um, they're going to be moving out of the tents, like the temporary tents they put up for some of the, some of the houses and into okay, permanent yeah. warehouses is another rumour. Like oh, okay. all houses in permanent warehouses rather than just some of them. Because right. some of the issues they had this year is like flooding when it's been raining quite bad and closing right, weather related. some of the houses temporarily um, where the tents are. And Five Nights at Freddy's, of course, is a rumoured house, as is yeah. um, Dr. Oddfellow versus um, Jack the Clown as a house. Those, oh, okay. are, those are the current rumours that are already circulating. Yeah. Um, I will give full credit to Chris Ripley for that, who mm. many people will know who listen to the show. Um, those are the things he's heard, so I thought I'd just pass those on. Um, but this year... I th- I think it was it was really good, but quite hit and miss in terms of scares. So, what in the houses? In the houses, I will okay. say we didn't get the full experience because it was raining, um. So none of the scare zones had any scare actors in until quite late in the evening, and then we right. only saw the um, the vampire one because that's where our kind of last few houses that we wanted to do were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we didn't see most of the scare zones in action. Although I have read lots of feedback that most people are saying the scare zones this year weren't that great. Okay. In terms of scares. Um, but in terms of the houses, very hit and miss. I would say, and it, obviously this is all my opinion, most people are saying that Chucky is the worst house there. Both Donna and I are in agreement that it was the best one that we did. Right. Mm-hmm. By I mean, quite I guess... distance, I would say. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess... To play devil's advocate, obviously you are a big Chucky fan, so obviously your opinion might be biased. But I was going to say Donna's probably not. He doesn't like Chucky at all, really. Not because she's scared. Of, I mean, you're not scared of Chucky, are you? you? Just don't like it. Just you said she just said it's shocking. Um, <laughs> but was actually but a decent house. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Last of Us. So we didn't do all the houses. A because it was raining, a bit miserable. B we were very tired. Like obviously we mm-hmm. we had the. The uh, Piper, who's three, Phoenix, who was four months. It was a very tiring trip. Um, and we'd been at Universal since eight in the morning. 
Yeah, so it was going to be a long day. It was a long day. Um, I yeah. think we did six or seven houses. Um, <laughs> so we did most of them. So The Last of Us, I was quite disappointed with. Okay. okay. Whether I got a bad run, whether we got a bad run, I don't know. There weren't really any scares. Um, it didn't look as good as Hollywood's version, which had like outside bits going on and um, Ellie and Joel were kind of interacting a bit more. Uh, um, okay. The sets always across every house, fantastic. They yeah, look great. Naturally. But I just didn't think there was just something not quite right about the house. We queued for quite a while to get on it and maybe like half an hour, 40 minutes. Um, and that was with Express. Yeah. And I, I was a bit disappointed with the outcome. And that was probably the house that I was mo- most looking forward to outside of Chucky. Right. Okay. I love yeah. the games. Um, the series I haven't, we haven't actually finished yet, but I played through both games. Love, love the games. Obviously it is based on the games, not the movies, um, not the TV show even. Which, um, I mean, to a degree, I was like confused by that. Cause it's like the, the TV series follows the games so closely. Right. It does. I'm wondering if they got the rights from Sony, but not HBO. Ah, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. That's what I reckon it so is. So they, maybe they had to make the distinction, even though yeah. at the end of the day, it's really going to be it would, the similar. end result would be basically the same. Yeah. Costumes are great, um, but I, I, I was quite disappointed with it overall. Um, the other house, Dueling Dragons, really excited to go into that house. Mm hmm. Didn't think much of it, to be honest. Okay, okay. You didn't like that one either, did you? It wasn't great. In in what sense? Just the the scares? Like, I don't know. Not as high as, as you'd expect Universal's costumes to be. Okay. It wasn't very scary. It wasn't scary. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cool lore in there, if you like the Jewel and Dragons attraction and understand the, the story behind it. That part mm-hmm. of it's cool. Um, I thought the sets were quite weak. Um, I, I thought the scares were pretty poor. And again, we got a bad run because at the end of the, the path that we chose, we actually had a scare actor kind of half dressed saying, hold the line, hold the line as we walked past as we walked past them and on the way out of the house. Oh, I see. That was a bit of a shame. Right. But okay. So they weren't quite ready. They were, they weren't, well, you know, it was probably halfway into the night, but. I think they had like a costume malfunction or something, which oh, I see. Happens. I'm not going to say we didn't like the house because of that, but I think overall I was a bit disappointed. I was expecting quite a bit from that house. Um, Stranger Things, fantastic sets. Yeah. Really cool effects. Some of the things that they did were really, really cool. Like you, you at one point you could look up and you could see like the portal and people looking down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vecna looked amazing. Like again, all of the sets, fantastic. It was a great house, but it wasn't scary. Right. Okay. What, I got McDonald got absolutely scared by it. who was it in the Stranger Things house? Was it not Eddie? Like ran out out of nowhere. Oh, uh, okay. Completely got a um because because was that was that a lot of the scares? Was it like yeah? You no, know, like the. Let's call them hero characters jumping out and doing lines. A lot of it was, yeah. Okay, which I think there was there was quite a bit of that, wasn't there? In the I've I've only been to one of the Stranger Things houses, which was the original one in twenty. Which, which I still think is the best one. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Um, but that one had a lot of like actors doing, you know, like yeah. the hero characters doing lines, bursting out of doors and stuff like that, didn't they? Yeah. Um, which I get because obviously, like. Well, certainly in the first series, they only really they only had the Demogorgon, didn't they? Um, yeah. Which I guess, like in the newest series, they only really have Vecna. That's true. So, yeah. eight, and two Vecna- and three, they had a bit more variety, I think, didn't they? Yeah, I think they did. But Vecna looked great. The sets looked great. I, I, I probably, I definitely would have done that house again had I gone another night. Um, mm. But it wasn't scary. I would say the event as a whole wasn't particularly scary. I. I do think of the years that I've done, the conga line effect this year is the worst I've seen. What, just so bunched up? So bunched up. You can see scares coming a mile off. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm wondering if that's why they're thinking maybe one extra house next year. Yeah. I mean, just generally, if they if the queues are so long, 
then obviously introducing an extra house would help ease it up a little bit as long as they don't then let more people in no they've got the same amount of people in yeah i I, I said um, we actually got talking to someone at the airport on the way back because we were delayed Mm -hmm. and he was talking about horror nights because i think his girlfriend lived in the states um and he goes every year and all that kind of good stuff and he was saying we were kind of agreeing we would both happily pay double for horror nights if they half the number of people they let in yeah it's not yeah. that expensive an event really no by comparison to like mickey's not so scary which is the same every year yeah it's very good value for money and yeah they could they could have if it does feel like they could afford to put the ticket prices up and reduce the crowd size maybe maybe not go so far as to say like double the price and half the people but if they if they did it like 50 percent and reduced the the people by like 25 percent um, yeah to see to see what difference it makes yeah it would be i mean it's still an enjoyable event as i said i've I've got no doubt in my mind that if I can make next year work, I'll be there and I'll be there for multiple nights. Mm-hmm. But the the conga line doesn't it? It just it just ruins it really. Um, yeah. I don't know whether you and I got lucky, and I, I think the first time me and Donald did it, it wasn't quite as bad as it was. But I did. I feel like every time I've been, it's got worse. Right. Okay. Okay. It's still enjoyable. That... It's still yeah. a great event, but. I do feel like reduce it by 20, 25%, put the price up a little bit mm-hmm. and everyone's going to have a much better time. I mean, the queues for food and drink weren't that bad for us. I I saw reports throughout the season, I mean, it's obviously still going on, that sometimes like a queue for a drink or some food is like 45 minutes. That's unacceptable. Wow. Like that's just stupid. I mean, that's that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Considering they're all quick service, right? Basically. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, so, that is madness. I had the, I had one of the Chucky items, which was like basically, um, I can't remember what they call it, but it was like spicy chicken and like a popcorn bucket. It looked pretty cool. Um, okay. This was at a period where I couldn't really taste anything, so it was spicy. Or I could yeah. taste it was spicy, but that's all I could taste. Okay. Um, but it was it it was it was good. I'd probably get that again and try and taste it properly next time. Was that the was that the only thing that you that you tried from the yeah oh no no we had the um what were they called the twisted taters oh yeah mm-hmm. like well, horror nights is famous for twisted taters so we were yeah. like okay let's get some um i've never been more disappointed in something that everyone raves about than i was this okay and i don't think you i mean you could taste more than i could at the time you thought they were bad didn't you yeah in in what sense? Just no flavor, or they were just dry, or all of the above. All of the above. Okay. They weren't they weren't great at all, and and I was I was really disappointed because like everyone talks about twisted taters. Yeah, yeah, and like different combinations you can get, and I just didn't think that was just good. A bit of a letdown. They were like weirdly like not crispy or soft, like somewhere in the middle. Like the kind of consistency <laughs> a potato shouldn't be. Okay. Like okay. pick one. <laughs> yeah, pick a pick a uh, pick a type and stick with it. And the flavouring, I think one of them's like ghost pepper. Okay. Yeah, it's one I got. Because I was like, screw it, can't taste anything. Mm-hmm. Um and they flavour it just by basically it's like a you know, like cinnamon powder. Right. That's how they flavour them all. Like one's ghost pepper, one's like, I don't know. Um, garlic ones like I don't know what something else and they just like kind of sprinkle it on sprinkle it on like put it in the powder like sh- um, shimmy it around a bit and there you okay. go there's your twisted tater they just they either weren't cooked properly or they were too cooked I, I couldn't tell you whether it was one or the other it was just wrong right okay uh, I mean I guess I guess to a degree because they're probably I get they're not going to be like prepared freshly are they I guess no they're going to be prepared well in advance. Um, so that probably doesn't help them. But I, I mean, I guess like potato in general doesn't doesn't last well if it's not fresh. No, it doesn't. Uh, it just what they just weren't great. And, and I, I will say that that was something that every year I came away going, oh, damn it, I still didn't try a twisted um, potato. And, the, and this time I'm like, I'm never trying one again. Right. Have you tried the pizza fries before? No, uh, and I okay. was actually in the queue to get them at Green Eggs and Ham, weirdly. 
um, in Islands of Adventure. But they were so slow at serving, even though I was really hungry. Yeah. And Donna was more than happy waiting. I was like, you know what? I can't be asked. And and, and Donna was like, what are you doing? Because I got out of the queue. I was like, they're taking too long. I can't be asked. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, I I still, and they are meant to be, like, everyone talks about them. Mm. So I think next time I've got to get those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I, was... I think overall, like the, the Chucky House, which is probably going to annoy every single hardcore fan that's been this year, was easily, very easily my favourite house. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's good because that's the one that you, you were, well, you were looking forward to going to do, to do that one given that it was Chucky. Well, I think... I mean, before even Stranger Things and Last of Us was announced, I said to Donna earlier this year, like, I really want, I kept saying it actually throughout the year, I really want to go to Horror Nights this year because Chucky's there. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, reports started to come out that everyone hated it, and I was like, oh, no, it's going to be terrible. But I, I thought it was really cool. The stuff they did in it was cool. The effects were really good. And the story was really was really funny and really clever, like classic kind of Chucky, basically annoyed that um, Universal have got a, a Chucky house and uh, are not actually killing people. So the real Chucky turns up and starts like killing people. Oh uh, yes, that's yes. Yeah, really well done. I thought quite like mm. eat, like gory but funny jump scares. Like had everything that a, a horror night's house should have. And I think some of the other IPs were missing. Right. Okay. I wonder what what are people's gripes about it. I don't know actually. I d- I don't I just people's. I don't know the exact problems that people have with it. Um. Just saying the other weird. one, the other one that we both really liked was the Universal Monsters one. Um, okay, you're gonna have to remind me which one that was. That was uh, well, we met him, we met. Oh, yes, because that that was like, was it? It's a it's, com- it's, it's a few different ones, right? Yeah, so you had the Invisible Man, um, the Phantom, a couple of others. I can't remember what they are. They and were. do you remember? Was there like uh, a was- there was a werewolf, yeah, I think. Werewolf. I was trying to think. Was is there was there a, like a mummy or a vampire? I I have a, like mummy rings a bell, but because I'm sure there was one that was like it didn't necessarily look like what you would think. Oh, it was Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. That was the other one. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. Um. Really good. Really like again. Like sets were amazing, but the scares were good as well. Okay. Okay. I feel like, yeah, I feel like the scares are like, well, particularly something like that, they're easier to get, aren't they, than, than yeah. like Stranger Things or Last, Last of Us, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say probably Chucky, then Universal Monsters. Um, okay. In terms of like top two. Nice. What were the ones that you didn't do? Uh, we didn't have a t- chance to do uh, Blood Moon. We didn't have a chance to do Darkest Deal. Which apparently is really good, so we were a little bit gutted that we didn't get to do that one. Okay, um, and maybe there was one other as well, and The Exorcist. But I was like, we've not seen the film. Like the, the yeah. reports on that one were a bit mixed, so I was just like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter too much. I think those yeah, are the three. The choice. Do. Okay, which I mean, you know, it's, it's not too bad. I, we could have done it all because I think we actually ended up leaving at about eleven. Okay, and it, we definitely it, could have fit them in. Right. But yeah, as you say, it's like it's one of those things of do you stay out later and then suffer the next day kind of thing? We, we um, were up early the next day for Hollywood Studios, I think, with the kids. Um, yeah. Plus, I wanted to go to Voodoo Donuts. Ah. <laughs> you know, it's the only time probably in the last 15 years where I've only been at Universal for a day. Of course. Yeah. You know, going to Voodoo Donuts were a couple of things that we did as well in, in the evening and in the day that we would have done it on our second day, but mm-hmm. we only had that day just because it was a, sh- a shorter trip and we've got the two kids that just basically can do nothing in the parks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I understand that. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, trying to, like, fit everything in into that one day is a, is a challenge. Yeah, and we did most of it, including the houses, um, but... Yeah, next year I think you know if you and I do it, we'll do we'll be there for a, a few nights. We'll probably do we'll probably do all the houses once or twice, if not more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've I, you know we'll definitely get express for one night, if not two. Yeah. I would think. Um, 
I will say, like looking at the standby lines, no, thank you. Like they looked. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth the express. Yeah, a hundred percent. I would almost go as far as saying that the event is not worth doing unless you've got express. Right. Yeah, because when you sort of see a queue. Well, no, because they can only sell that, that so many expresses. Um, Donald's like, don't put that out there. <laughs> it, it, it's just very slow moving. Um, you know, some of these houses were like two, three hour waits. Yeah, I mean, that's that's if you obviously if you're a local and you and you've got like a um, I, don't, I can't remember what they call the pass, but a frequent yeah. fear pass. Frequent fear, so, yeah, yeah. 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 If you've got it's one of those. Like it's, it's okay it's fair enough you can do a couple of how couple of houses a night and you can be going there all, like several several times in the month yeah and you can get everything done so that's kind of fair enough but obviously if you're only there for a, a week or two weeks and you've only got like one or two nights there yeah yeah you, you've it's, got to try and get tough. as much done as possible it's tough um yeah especially when there's cues for everything like you know houses you think okay fine like there's but when you're queuing like 20 minutes for a beer as well, and you're queuing 20 minutes for a terrible twisted tater, you know, yeah. I don't think the queues were that bad for us because it was raining. So not as many people were necessarily queuing okay. for food and drinks and stuff. But I have seen the queues there, this, as I said earlier, this, this year being quite bad for food and drink. So that's why I think you add another house into the mix, you reduce the crowds by 20%. Mm-hmm. It starts to be a lot more enjoyable. It's, you know, I don't want to take away from the fact that it's still, in my opinion, the best event that I've been to in Orlando. Yeah. But it's got its problems as everything yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not perfect. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, disappointingly, I don't, I'd be surprised if they did sort of like reduce the, reduce the numbers, but increase the cost. I mean, but I think that's the way that to go, isn't it? Because then they're not, their bottom line isn't affected, but the guests are getting, uh, well they're getting a better experience but obviously i guess it's harder for them to get in like yes. you run the risk of people being disappointed because they can't get in on particular nights and things like that um, i mean if i was universal that's going to be annoying it's going to annoy a lot of people i'd remove the frequent fear pass mm. is that really okay. needed yeah what and just make people pay <laughs> all those locals disappointed in you run yeah, well, I'll let them be disappointed. I don't care. Yeah, they live you in live Florida. Near the parks. So, yeah. You live near the parks. <laughs> Got an annual pass. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to think quite hard. I mean, you've got Epic Universe coming. There's gonna be a huge horror theme to Epic Universe. They're mm-hmm. gonna be undoubtedly do something around the Halloween season in Epic Universe. They've got to. So whether they then decide to split horror nights across two parks, who knows what they're gonna do with that? Um, but there's plenty of planning and space in Epic Universe to be able to have houses built and replaced in there on a year, yearly basis. So yeah, who knows what they're going to do for the future of Horror Nights. You know, next year will be the potentially the last where it's just a, in the in Universal Studios Park. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they'll keep it there for a few years and then kind of make a call as to what they want to do with it. But it's going to be interesting to see where they go with it. Five Nights at Freddy's, although it's been panned, I think is almost guaranteed to be a house. Um, you've got the odd fellow versus Jack house, which I think will happen because odd fellow is very popular. He's part of Jack the clown's origin story. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I think that will be a thing next year. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. Um, and then you've got loads of other probably good stuff on the way as well. Stranger things will, will not be there. Um, not- season five is not going to be out next year. No, no, season five. Well, they've not started shooting yet. I was going to say it's like it's. I think they said it was twenty twenty five, and then that was even before the all the strikes came about. So, you know, it it could even be later than twenty twenty five at this point. Um, yeah, I think you're probably talking like Halloween twenty twenty five if we're lucky at this point. Yeah, yeah. If not twenty twenty six. Yeah, but, which is mad because that's three years away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it, the the event is running for basically a week, uh, so it runs until the fourth of November. So it's got yeah. about a week left, and then we'll see after that if we get a house announcement in the same 
same way that we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From so whether they'll whether they'll announce a house as soon as the event finishes, and then they'll yeah. go for like nine months without saying anything. Um, yeah, maybe even ten. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just mad, that... but yeah, yeah, it is. So uh, yeah, that was Horror Nights, great event. I'm looking forward to you know hopefully going next year. I think you know I always have good fun, um, and we'll continue to have fun as many times as I can go. I'll go as sorry, I'll go as many times as I can. Um, and that was kind of like going to Orlando and Disney just with a bit of a like young, um, taking young kids spin on it. So slightly different to what we'd normally covered, but try and give we try and give like as many new experiences that we have, we try and share them so people can like plan better and understand actually what it's the realities of going to Disney and Universal with with kids are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and particularly from the planning aspect, because it ain't easy to plan. No, it's getting more and more complicated to plan. I think next year, like weirdly with the return of the dining plan, it's going to be even more complicated to plan because we're going to be booking probably restaurants every day. Yeah, although it does become slightly easier, doesn't it? Because obviously they're getting rid of the um, park reservations. Park reservations as of January. So yeah, yeah. already I was thinking, you know, as we were just talking about Fantasmic. Yeah, like oh well, we can go to Epcot in the morning and then maybe go to you know go back to the hotel and then go to Hollywood Studios. You could arguably do that now, but it just it feels like it's a bit easier to to kind of like be a bit more flexible and do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is. If you, yeah, because if if you if you reserve Magic Kingdom in the morning, and then it's it's gone two o'clock, so you can technically hop. You've still got to yeah. do Magic Kingdom before you can then hop. Yeah. So you know it's still a pain, even though. Um, Whereas next year when we're out there, yeah. we could we could finish our day at Epcot and go. You know what? We had a great day at Epcot today. Should we just go back tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you know. If you're going, it wasn't, it was reasonably busy, but not insanely busy. Mm-hmm. We could on the day before go, let's change our park reservation if we wanted to. Yeah. But you've got to go on the app. And you know what? There were times when the app just didn't work. There was a there was a day where um, both Genie Plus and Das, which is what we were using, went down. Okay. So we got to Hollywood Studios, got a Starbucks, went, right, what should we book? Wasn't loading. I started to notice a few, like, of the blue shirt um disney team like the experience team turn up just around where we were and i was okay. like I, you stay all stay at the table here donna and i are going to go over to that team like that queue and they managed to book something for us but they were basically like it's bit she was like i got here at six it's been down since six it was like 10 o'clock at this point right. she was like hopefully it will be fixed by the time you go on um your ride and it was but yeah they were giving refunds for Genie Plus that day because people were getting very angry. I was going to say because that's like, you know, when it when it's just fast pass and it was it's free. If the yeah. system goes down, it's kind of like well, everyone's in the same boat. You haven't lost yeah. any money. Genie Plus, people have lost money. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, I was I was watching, we were watching a vlog the other day, and he was like, oh, maybe I think it was the afternoon. He was like, maybe I'll get Genie Plus today, and he bought Genie Plus. And then he went on, and the only attraction he could book were was Star Tours and Muppet Vision because all the others had sold out of Lightning Lanes. And you're yeah. like, you've just been absolutely stitched up like a kipper there, mate. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, I don't see the value in Genie Plus at the best of times. No, um, but I mean, especially yeah. if you know, right, if, if if you're going first thing in the morning and you mm-hmm. can get like some decent ones organised, I kind of might see it. But turning up in the afternoon and getting it, they're all gone. But even then, you're only like they literally say that you're only getting two to three. Generally, guests get two to three attractions booked in a day, and it's just like, really, is that worth the like fifteen to twenty dollars? Yeah, that is costing you Um, per person. So if you've got a family of four, yeah, hundred dollars, an extra hundred dollars a day for two, maybe three attractions. I know. Yeah, doesn't feel worth it. It, no, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, that was, I think, you know, there's probably more stuff we can talk about in future episodes on the trip. I'm, I'm sure there are. So if anyone has any questions, um, just send us a message on Twitter or X or whatever you call it nowadays. Twitter, just search... Ryan, please, come on. Yeah, I mean, I call it Twitter still. I always will. Yeah. Back in my day, it was Twitter. 
just send us a message send us a direct message uh theme park trader or if you wanted to ping me um i'm rhinogs r-y-a-n-o-g-s or you can find us on instagram where we're increasingly more active because i've realized i've got hundreds of photos uh from previous trips that we should probably share with people <laughs> so search us on there if only there was a platform to do that ryan if only if only if only yeah. Um, and if you've enjoyed today's show, if you have any questions, leave us a review, leave your questions in the reviews as well. Like we we always read those. That's probably what I read the most because I'm always very worried about what people think and whether we think they think we're useful or not. Um, I don't I don't care. really. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>